Hi, I'm Brian. Hi, I'm Jonathan. Hey, I'm Tristan. Hi, I'm Choi. And welcome back to Abstract Education. You know, John, I still have to eat one of your pies that you said that you would make for me, but you never did. It's um, unfortunately been a while since I've been in Toronto, even near that area. And uh, we didn't really have the capabilities to make a pie, with the utensils and stuff. <laughs> you should uh, ship one over. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it'll be good by then. It might be a little bit frozen in the cargo hold. And then ship over the ingredients. <laughs> How about I oh, so we're making yeah. the pie? But it's my recipe, so... Uh, so my recipe that I totally didn't get off of the internet. Um, so you can uh, enjoy it, I guess. Yeah. I want to <laughs> eat out John's pie one of these days. Delicious. Awesome. Yum. <laughs> so <Okay>. cool. <laughs> What's your favorite type of pie? Oh, no. Uh, catch everyone off guard there? A mixed berry pie. Mixed I like berry pies pie. with cream in it. Boysenberry. <laughs> What? Poisonberry? Boysenberry. What's Boys that? Boysen? It's a, it's a type of pie. Boys Is that berry. like a Hansel and Gretel pie? Boysen? Oh, B-O-Y-S-E-N. It's almost like a blackberry, kind of. That it's like a raspberry slash blackberry. It's like an un-genetically modified version, almost. Like, it looks a lot smaller. It's probably like salmon berries. You've seen them around, but I think yeah, that's probably. like, oh yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> it's it's an actual thing that grows in like BC a lot. <laughs> yeah, started to make that one up. <laughs> oh man. So, have any of you guys gone camping before? I know John lives in BC, the good old British Columbia. Uh, I assume you've went camping before in the old forest there. I've uh, only gone camping once, and it wasn't like the traditional type of camping where you go drive a car and you set up a tent and everything, but you have like a whole bunch of food and stuff like that. It was like a backpacking trip. And that being my first camping experience, it was a little bit brutal. I think that the difference is you hike to where you're going to camp, right? And that means you have to carry everything you bring with you. So, Oh, God. It was at a lake called Elsa Lake. It was like a eight-hour hike from like oh. the parking lot. <laughs> it was probably not as supposed to be that long, but we were inexperienced because I'm, I like to hike a lot, but I'm not used to carrying like a backpack. And that backpack was, I think, around like 40 pounds of weight. What are you, what are you carrying? In, are you carrying another person? 
No, because I had the big, I had a 60 liter backpack, so I had the biggest backpack. But then everyone else, like all both my two friends, they had smaller backpacks, so I had to carry all the water. <laughs> and I'm the smallest guy by far. I'm the tiniest, like little, like I'm a little boy, and I'm just like carrying. I'm like their Sherpa, and like, like it's so heavy that I felt top heavy. Like we were going down the mountain, and I thought, oh shit, if I lean forward, that backpack's gonna roll me down the mountain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like go down that. I'm just a wee baby boy. A I'm wee baby so... boy carrying water. Oh my god, it was... Oh, <laughs> my water boy. Oh, Jesus, it was like... It was really tough, and then... There was like a... It rained a few days earlier. So, when we got to the end, you actually have to cross this river, or like, this creek, but the creek became a large river <laughs> when we got there because <laughs> of rain. So, we started getting really worried because we left probably later than we should have. And then when we got to the river, it started to get dark. So we're like, shit. Jeez. Like, it's cold. It's, like, kind of wet and damp. And it's a little bit sketch. So one of my friends just said, fuck it. He just walked into the river. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try to stay dry. And then I just fall into the river. <laughs> so I probably Wait. should have walked in. You guys walked through the river? Was it deep? Um. There's this like waterfall like area, but right at the edge of the waterfall, it's like kind of shallow, so you can walk safely through it. It's pretty yeah, far, but you can walk safely through it. Safely through, on the edge of a waterfall. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, I was a little bit worried, and then like I got to the other side, and then like for the rest of the hike, it felt like my foot was in a puddle, but the puddle was my boot. So I'm just like yeah. walking. And then we come across these random Irish people that were also like pretty new at hiking, and they were like singing High School Musical, and it was really weird. Like, and we walked with them to camp. It was like, did you sing along? That's how you keep the spirits up. No, I was freaking depressed, man. I, I was like, why the why the hell am I here? I'm not gonna even be. I'm not gonna be able to sleep in my bed tonight. I'm gonna be sleeping on the floor in the dark. And I get so we get to camp, and all the sites are like filled so we're just like trying to find a place to sleep it's like a campsite almost a little community there yeah except like all the good spots were taken and then we got to our spot which turns out wasn't actually a camping spot it was just the only place available so we just Ooh. kind of propped up our tent and i had some like really salty beef stew in a bag and yum sounds delicious we had to tie up our stuff in a tree for the bears so they don't come and eat our shit. Uh, and my friend thought I knew how to tie a knot, but I don't know how to tie a knot very well. So we spent like half an hour just throwing a rock attached to the rope into the trees, hoping it somehow attaches to one of the branches. And like it coming down and almost hitting us multiple times. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's just say that that was like a really sketchy situation and and this this must be so it's a new experience but you have all these other people all these other campers near you right yeah we do but like they're kind of scary man like i'm pretty sure they're not supposed to be doing the shit that they're supposed to be doing like it says specifically no fires because it's summertime and like forest fires in bc are a thing that's like happening more and more so they've limited that and they straight up had like a bonfire and i'm just like okay they're a bit sketchy, and they seem like a little bit more... Like, they're literally drinking, like, vodka out of the bottle. I'm like, okay, I'm probably not going to ask you for help, man. Why you stay warm? 
That's a good point. It's Keeping that body temperature up. It's to light the fire. <laughs> One of them has a shovel and a large duffel bag. You see some you have some shoes hanging out from the bonfire. It's their shoes, though. Oh, clearly, they're just drying them. Yeah, they're drying in the river. their shoes from walking, <laughs> yeah, walking through the river. Right. And that duffel bag and shell were for keeping the food underground so that the bears don't smell it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it all makes sense now. I should have just asked them for help, man. Anyways, long story short, it was a good experience, but executed very poorly. <laughs> that thing is, we were supposed to go do... That was a test hike, because we were originally planning to do a three-day backpacking trip on, like, the northern tip of Vancouver Island. So, like, far removed, like, way further removed than where I was earlier. I don't, I don't know how people find the enjoyment. It's really rewarding. And it's a very, like... It returns you to your carnal instincts. <laughs> it gives you a chance to fight to survive. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, little, little did John know, they were making him carry the water so that they could carry on the journey. <laughs> I gave out. I'm just... I'm actually impressed that I was able to handle it. Because, like, I've never felt that weight on my shoulders before. Literally. Yeah, that's my camping adventure. I know I asked about camping, but... We're running short on time, so let's get to the meat and potatoes. Or is it just the meat? Or is it the potatoes? Mm, I like meat. Whatever I can get my hands on to survive the wild. Let's let's picture this. Let's picture this. Now that John brought up okay. uh, the northern tip of Vancouver Island. Let's say us four, us four fellows, the abstract e-boys, walk over to... Uh, to Vancouver Island. I know we're walking over the ocean and uh, we decide to go backpacking there for a few days, oh, man. just like, like three days, like John said, uh, with his friends. So we get there and we have no problems whatsoever. It's a really nice time and we're there. We already spent our three days. We, used, we ate all our food and stuff and now we're like, okay, let's head back. And then we realize, shit, how do we get back? And now we're in this yeah. remote area with no food. Uh, we have our we have our backpacks. They're mostly empty. Okay. Um, we we brought water with us. It's it's get it's getting real low because the the water was only supposed to last us for the trip back. And we have our sleeping bags. We have our tents. Uh, we have a shovel. We have a pair of shoes. A duffel bag. Uh, you know the main reason why we went up there. <laughs> uh, but now. But now we can't get back. What do we do? What do you think the first thing we do is? Start a colony. <laughs> I think starting yeah. a colony would be a great idea, but it's yeah. just us four. New population. Okay, what's in our what's in our backpacks? What do we got? I need like a, a tally list of resources. Uh, we probably have what like a, a knife. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, some empty cans because we ate some canned beans or something. Uh, a bag full of a bag full of remnants, uh, detritus of salty beef stew that we ate a few nights earlier. We 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 carried beef stew with us on our camping trip. <laughs> it was. It's like the it's like the uh, it's like these things. See, I have some camping food that I didn't finish, but <laughs> it's just Ooh, in your room here. Pack. It's All right. a, it's a, this is the cinnamon apple crisp that I was gonna eat for dessert, but. I ended up not eating it because I was really tired. And then this is um, black bart chili with beef and beans. Ah, there you go. Ooh, Stew in a bag. That one. 
Okay, so we could survive for oh, days. Oh, no, no, but, but we already <laughs> ate it. We already ate We already ate it. So this is just... It, it, we already it, ate it. We have it's no just food the wrapper with a bit of the dew still left in the bottom. Yeah, like... We, okay. <laughs> do, we have, like do we have, like, string? Do we have rope? Um, yeah, yeah, so sure, we have, we have like, some rope. You know, like, the waxy okay. kind of rope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so I, we, I would set up a perimeter. A perimeter. Right? Like, with it, between some trees, right? I would, I would run the rope along the perimeter and tie it around those trees, and I would put one of those empty cans uh, uh, along, along each length of, of the rope. And then that way, whenever any animals runs through, we'll hear the jingle of the can and know that prey is near. How do you know it's prey? And then each of us... Oh, well, if we're at the top of the food chain, baby. We got knives. We're going <laughs> to take down anything. It could be whatever we want. Right. So if a bear <laughs> comes by, you're, you're going to just stab it. Well, here's the thing. All four of us... The perimeter will be in like a square shape. We'll each be on one of the trees at the corner of each uh, edge of the square. I'm sure. I'm sure we don't have right? that much rope. This is. This would be a pretty. I, it small doesn't rope. have to be a big square. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be a very big square. <laughs> Let's say it's like a like a like a six by six. <laughs> How are we gonna take the bear down though? Okay. All right. We hear the jingle. All right. The two people closest to that corner. Right to that side immediately jump down from their trees okay oh no they lunge at the target right aerial attack bears aren't prepared for that they haven't evolved for this type of, of this, this multi-pronged this multi-pronged assault yes. <laughs> yeah so these two land on the bear stab into the sides right as the bear is trying to tussle them off the other two make their way down and start cornering it into the middle of our square right and so we'll have like one of us will like stand really tall in front of the bear to get it to cower in submission while the other one goes underneath as the bear challenges the other party member and tries to stand up as well to show off its strength we go for the jab to the jugular right underneath it as it raises its neck and that done it's food for like at least three nights and it'll it'll die uh, from the single stab wound to its neck uh, single I, stab. It. I think you forgot about the two stab wounds that we put into it earlier from the area right attack. right we have knives, though, right? We probably have a, a couple knives. I would probably hope so. This plan kind of falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> we probably don't have too many because we we didn't expect to to need to hunt, right? We just had some food. That's true. Um, we have no cell service. I guess I should have mentioned that one. No cell service. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe there's there's maybe there's a little plaza nearby. All right. There's no McDonald's in the plaza. There's only Burger King. So. We don't really have any food. We're gonna die! Out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so we we probably have like a a couple knives, not too many, and they're they're like not like the survival. They're kind of survivally, probably dull. We never used them before. Maybe that um, would make them sharp. That's, that's good. Are they rusted? Because that'll do corrosive damage. You <laughs> gotta give the bear tetanus, <laughs> and then we just follow it for a couple days, and then it'll die. So your this plan assumes that a bear will not see us in some trees. Uh, four people. I mean, why would it? Why? It's not going to be looking up twenty four seven. It's going. It's going to walk into this square. It's going to start jingling, uh, and we're going to jump down. We're going to stab it in the back, and stab it in its neck. Yeah. Yep. And the bear, in that time, won't retaliate. Yeah. In any way, he'll just die. He won't have time to react. 
you gotta understand how swift this is. Also, we have one person taunting. Okay, so worst comes to worst, we're only losing one person. It's not that. That's actually a thing, though. It is uh, a thing, taunting. Like that is an actual survival tactic where you just make yourself look as big as possible, and you clap your hands and you yell like don't scream, but you like yell to just have a steady stream of noise. Like that is actually a tactic. Stabbing it afterwards probably is not the smartest thing. I'm gonna be completely honest. Yeah. <laughs> like putting your putting your arm right beneath its face. No, just getting um, into close proximity is just probably not the smartest thing to do with a bear. Um, it depends on the type of bear, though. As you know, grizzly bears are the most dangerous. We could probably get a teddy bear with this. That's true. But... That's true. That's true. If it's like a polar bear, it'll already be ho- like overheating. So that's already an advantage on our you know, side. They will actually hunt you, which is something I learned uh, a while ago. Was that bear polar bears are just naturally hungry because there's no food up there. So if they do find humans, they will track you down and kill you. Like oh, they will man. catch your scent and just hunt you for miles. But not if we set up a perimeter. Yeah, all the more reason to take them out fast. We, <laughs> polar bear will smell us and follow us to our perimeter. And then we're in a tree waiting. And and there aren't too many trees up in the uh, the North Pole there. So like it's likely that the polar bears won't know how to climb trees. Right? So we jump down. And it's never seen an aerial attack before, like Tristan said. That's true. And yeah. now I think would have so attacked in the air. Oh, what about this? Okay, here. I, I've restructured the plan, okay? We still Please have two people doing an aerial attack, okay? We have one person taunting. Third person, or fourth person is going to do a second aerial attack as the person taunting guides the bear over to the final tree, all right? That person will have a little bit of rope left over, okay? And they will hop down, and they'll muzzle the bear. They'll tie it around <laughs> around its jaw so that it can't open its mouth. How about its claws? Therefore, well, that doesn't matter because at this point, we leave it alone, okay? <laughs> we leave it alone. And we wait a couple of days. I was gonna starve to death. It's a polar bear, though. <laughs> how long can a polar bear go without food or water? Actually, because it won't be able to drink. I, I would assume. Uh, how long is hibernation? <laughs> we'll be waiting quite a quite a bit. Yeah, we won't make it that long. Yeah, we we have. <laughs> Yikes. Um, also, also, there's another flaw with that plant. Can any of us climb trees? I think uh, I can climb a tree. I probably I mean, could. I think I climb a, it depends on a tall tree. enough tree to be able to jump down. Remember, it has to be a tall enough tree where the bear can't see us. And it has to yeah. be short enough so that when we do fall down this tree... We don't die. Yeah, we, we don't, don't die. die on the ground. <laughs> Imagine if you're trying to get to the bear and the bear doesn't even kill you, you just die on impact. <laughs> Why don't we set up the perimeter and we'll climb up, okay? And here's the new plan. If a bear walks into the perimeter... We just don't jump down. We'll wait oh, for something else. Something else I like to that kill the bear. Better. How are we getting our food? <laughs> no, we wait for something else to come oh. after the bear. Yeah. Oh, what if we just follow the bear and we scavenge after what he gets? <laughs> and the bear doesn't care. <laughs> what if we take like a branches, right? And then we just make it long enough so you know stab its what eye. Talk about making a spear. Ooh. Yeah. Or, like a long enough so pit. that no, you just stab no, like um. Eyes. The Viet Cong, they made like a a pit on the ground, oh, <laughs> and then the punji, the sticks you can stab in the ground will sharpen them, and then the bear will impale itself, and then we'll have 
easy we'll have an easy meal for many days <laughs> yeah free kebab <laughs> exactly. i like how the very first thing that we do after realizing we're lost is to set up a perimeter and try to catch a bear <laughs> i never wanted to i wanted to set up a perimeter i never wanted to go after a bear but you posed the question if it just so happened to come we got to do something it's true that's a lot of meat wasted right there meat wasted oh, yeah if we if we left the bear alone it would be wasted meat <laughs> well i i think that the thing that we should do is probably find the most sheltered like naturally sheltered area in the environment probably away from the wind is one of the biggest things because then we'll actually like freeze mm -hmm. to death so if we just get out of the wind and then we can set up our tents like we're actually kind of in a good spot because at least we have shelter like we have some sorts good right i've never been to vancouver island but is it like mountainous there are, are there any like large rocks we can hunker down under if you want to search it up um you can search up the park we're going to it's called cape scott um if you look at it, it is on the northern, like northwestern tip, like the farthest point of Vancouver Island, and um, it's pretty nice. There's some pretty nice like areas around, like it's it's gorgeous, but it's wooded, which is good because trees are always nice to block a uh, wind. And we'll need trees for our fires, and yeah, also exactly. to climb up. up. Oh, we gotta climb up these. Trees. If we can get to this, if we can get to this beach. There's a lot of good good caves. Exactly. We, well, oh, you wanna stay on a beach? Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> yes. Here, I'll pose this, though. <laughs> what happens when night comes and now you have the tide rising? And then a polar bear is coming out from the ocean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no. They swim very far distances. Honestly, I feel like being on the beach is like kind of sketchy. Because like, there are storms that do happen and the waves go crazy. So I would say that like if you're in the tree line, that's the safest bet because the trees stop growing where the water is. That would be my my prediction. I still think we set up I still think we set up close to the beach so that we have access to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, we could probably uh, go fishing off of that beach. We could do fishing, uh we could um we could do fishing. With spear fishing though. I don't have any rods. That's I, true. I think what we also have to do is we would also have to find uh, like we can't just set up base. We have to find uh, uh, an area to get fresh water. So um, I actually have a, a filter. Um, for the ocean? That, no, not the ocean, but like <laughs> for dirty water. Infinite water. Well, like if you boil the water, then yeah. you can just um, you can get most of the salt out, pretty sure. Okay. Well, we got to think about, we should think about base camp though. I like the idea that we we choose natural shelter and then set up our like tents inside. I think that's good. Like if we can find like an alcove, something big enough to fit four people. Yeah, I mean it doesn't need to. We don't need to fit inside something. It just needs to be something to block off the wind, like John was saying. Yeah, and then we can like uh, set up our tents like lean-tos and um, <laughs> yeah, help shed the rain. But then we need to think about defenses. Right. What happens if a polar bear yeah. doesn't always go back to freaking like, defenses, man? Well, because... <laughs> we need defense towers. What happens when they attack? Yeah, they're, they're well, grizzly bears. And I've heard mention of polar bears. And now, and now I bet the polar bears and the grizzly bears are teaming up now. And how are we going to defend against that? We're, we're trapped because we have a, a wall to our back.
in our little alcove here. Bears can climb trees, by the way, too. Yeah, I don't know if you realize that. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I've given up on the tree climbing idea. <laughs> I'll have to find another way to get dinner. Well, I'm pretty sure the bear is not our source of dinner. That's not going to be priority <laughs> one, is to farm bears. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my game plan. If we kite it, if we kite it, does anyone know the kiting pattern for a bear? We only have, we probably only have two knives, so only two people. You know, not everyone else can be a uh, distraction. We just gotta set up traps. I feel traps are our best. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. What do we like? Because we don't have anything for bait. That's the problem. I mean, we're bait, right? If we're. <laughs> I mean, that's for the bear idea, though. <laughs> I guess any sort of food. Like, bears are attracted to, like, the smallest sense and things. So if I have my bag of, like, food... I love how we're, I love how we're still going for we bears. We can, like, just, like... We can just, like... Like I tell you, the pit of spikes. We just put some bears... Like, okay, some okay, right, up right. I did, nice, nice. I did okay. say that we okay, had a tunnel. <laughs> yeah. And we could just sharpen some branches, like, some sizable branches. Like, actually make them pretty sharp with the knife. Do we even need spikes? What if we dig a big enough hole? Yeah, but how are we going to kill yeah, this it? Is fatal. Like a fatal drop. <laughs> what do you mean? How deep are we going to take the hole? <laughs> we, have, we also have to be able to get out of this hole. This is the stupidest thing ever. Why are we, how deep does it have to be to kill a bear? I'm pretty sure the bear can handle a, a height like difference way like, farther than we can, probably. Uh, yeah. John, okay, right, well we then in that spike. case, we, just, we bring him back up again and we drop him down. <laughs> We would need spikes for this. And and to make these spikes, we would have to expend our knives, right? Because now we'll have to make them dull. I have a filter. I have a filter. <laughs> he does have a filter. Right. He has a filter. <laughs> well, how what's the precipitation like? I, I feel like there's high precipitation. There's a lot yeah. of water. It, yeah. It's likely it's likely after we uh we finished our actual camping trip that it started to downpour a lot in fact perhaps even part of the part of the forest and wooded area is starting to flood and now we're trapped with the bears i brought an umbrella when i went i did bring an umbrella when i went we could just flip the yeah, so umbrella, upside, the umbrella down upside, upside down yeah that's wow. the water that's a lot of water um and then we also have like i i usually bring a tarp so when I put the tent down on the ground, it doesn't get wet, but we can use that to also collect water. Like, make a big surface area, kind of just, like, hang it up on, like, four points. Like, yeah, like, it up those, or like those parachute games that you play as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Just have it tied between the four trees. Exactly, exactly. <gasps> Wait, no, we tied that between the four trees. After climbing up and it enters the perimeter, the four of us will hold on to each corner at the top <laughs> of the tree, and then when it comes in, we all jump down and we just, right. we hold it so he's yeah because we're totally heavier than that bear, all combined. <laughs> right? No, no, no. We could probably just use the tarp as a cover to cover the giant hole that we make. Yeah. Wait. We put some leaves on it. Either we use the tarp for water collection or to kill a bear that might not even wander into our camp. <laughs> okay, we can we can do or we either, can do well, better yet. <laughs> Just cover our freaking base so that we don't get. You know, so I feel like we've been focusing too much in this survival situation on shelter and getting food. I think what? my priority would probably be just figuring out what direction is the right direction. Oh, actually, I have a, I have a, an app on my phone called All Trails that has <laughs> that has 
doesn't require data to use it. Like, uh, it, 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 we can just find our way home. We can just find our way home. Hey, uh, this is the question. Oh, no. We're done. We're done here. And we, we've been surviving out here for a week. We caught a bear, and then John brings this up. We, oh, I have an app. He's like, wait, guys, <laughs> guys, I, I had this app this whole time. The road is right over there. I feel like we're putting ourselves in more danger than we need to with most of the plans we've come up with so far. Okay, so let, let's scratch the bear off the board, all right? Let's 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 pretend that the bear territory isn't there, even though it probably is. We'll pretend that we're ignorant. And I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Into the Wild or, or pretty much any survival movie. They at least have one scene where the person is like, I'm going to try eating this because I'm starving. And then they like pick up a leaf off the ground and then they eat it. And it's like, it's like... So you're suggesting we, we nominate a taste tester? Uh... <laughs> I was going to say that we don't eat anything off the ground, but that also seems good because if we nominate a taste tester um, and they do succumb, boo-hoo, unfortunate, but we do have more food just in case. Yeah, because of the human body. Animalism. Each one of us chooses one thing to try, and whoever's good by the end of it, that's what Cannibalism we is, like, not an option. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. You're not going to want to do that. I would. <laughs> Okay, so we have we have a lighter, right? So we can start fires. Um, is it is it dry season? No, it's a wet season. Well, okay, but is it is it like is it hot? Yeah, it's hot. It's not hot. So I would try my best to start a forest fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because it'll oh. get the attention. That that yeah. <laughs> that'll get everyone's attention and they'll be like we need to find the source of this fire and then when they come to the source and it's just us being like help oh <laughs> really? we, bur we burned down your entire the entire forest but please help us you know we, we go home and that's how we, yeah, but we get arrested because that's the provincial park they you know you know they do say uh, one of my favorite survivors is uh les stroud all right uh it, uh he features in survivor man and one of his biggest tips is that in the first about like what seventy two hours, uh, that's the time you should take to make signals to try to to try to flag down people. That's the the time you would most likely be saved in the first seventy two hours, because people probably won't search for you for for months, unless you got a lot of money on you. But mm -hmm. what do you think? Like, how gentle do you think they would go in the legal process? <laughs> Um, after we burnt down a forest, <laughs> if our reason for doing it was, sorry, we got lost in a provincial park. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sure there would be, I'm sure there would be like, okay, it fine. was life or death, although you did choose your life over the livelihood of <laughs> oh. the entire ecosystem. In the sir, sir, the, the trail was right there. There's trailblazers and all these. Trees. You could say, you, you could say, you could just say, like, oh, we were trying to survive by starting a fire, and we accidentally started a forest fire. And I, what, I think they, that they would, would be... just give you a fine. They just give you a fine. They would just give us a fine. Yeah, I could survive that. So that's a success. That would be a success. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So because the that's... ultimate goal of survival, right? The ultimate goal exactly. is survival. Although I feel like we took a really cheap way out. I don't. I don't think that's how people would feel. I don't feel like there'd be articles that are just going to be like, like the group of lost boys take cheap way out of survival story. <laughs> what if we're on an island, like Vancouver Island, a remote island? What if it's like Skyblock? It's <laughs> like a floating, a floating island. Okay, <laughs> a floating island where we have to, where we have to collect cobblestone. 
Yeah, all we have <laughs> is, is water, a bucket of lava, <laughs> and like five chicken eggs. I think we can make it work. I think we could do it. I'm I'm more concerned about what we're gonna use as toilet paper. Or if we're gonna wipe our ass. No, nope, off the side of the island. <laughs> yeah. That's the benefit of living on a skyblock. Here's a here's a good tip that I've heard. Um that if you do want to get toilet paper in the wild, you're surviving. Uh, you get a leaf, all right? You get a bunch of leaves, and you test them by rubbing them a, a little bit on your arm to see if there's a reaction. Because you don't want to be mm. rubbing poison ivy on your behind. <laughs> yeah, it might be unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. You get IBS. I, I point, what's the point pain. of surviving? You better you're in pain. <laughs> <laughs> Like you've oh, gone shit. to the lowest of the low. I feel like we could. We don't have to actually survive. We could just walk back. Start <laughs> <laughs> retracing steps. If it is wet, there'd be a lot of tracks to follow. Exactly. And you know what? A good survival tip in hindsight. Always make sure that you give like your family or like a friend notice that you're going like camping and you're gonna be gone for how many long how many days long and you're gonna be at this exact location or like your car is gonna be parked at this location so that people can at least know where you might be like the stupidest thing is just go off don't tell anyone everyone's just like i don't even know if you went camping <laughs> what if i'm planning like a surprise party and i'm going i'm scouting it because like, i'm going to bring him for his birthday i'm gonna bring them on a hike wow that's okay i know they like hikes so uh, beforehand i go out on the hike myself to set up the surprise that sounds really sketchy you, you you go to your friend i have a surprise for you come come on let's come let's me. hike out into the forest, into the forest. Okay. why do i have this shovel no reason let's go because <laughs> i because i buried the cake because i couldn't have the bears either <laughs> my goodness real talk though i feel like the biggest danger each other probably crocodiles yeah, that's that's, all that's it. They they can get us no matter where we go. <laughs> right. There's no way to avoid. It's probably it. a, a bunch of <laughs> those things have been around for like a million years. Those things are not going anytime it's soon. Probably a bunch that's of crocs in uh in Vancouver. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if there are. My guess would be probably not, but you know what? They could be. They could be there. Just anything is hiding possible. Hiding in the shadows, hiding in the marshes. Yeah, they're just waiting to take over again. And the thing is, they won't even, my perimeter won't even get them because they're so flat. <laughs> They'll just go underneath the road. Oh. <laughs> we'll have no way of knowing when they're That's coming. That's true. Damn. But the bears will. The bears will be on our side. Yes. Mammals versus reptilia. Maybe that's how we do it. We team up with the bear. Maybe this is why we don't put, maybe this is why we don't put spikes in the hole. We just keep the bear there and we then lure other creatures in. And the bear does our work for us. Yeah, but then there the bear go. is hungry and he's going to eat the, whatever it's inside. Well, he takes commission. It'd be unfair to not give him a No, no, no. If something. the bear eats a lot, doesn't it go in like a deep sleep for a bit? Then we can just go in and get what? the rest of the scraps. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> We're going to climb into the yeah, bear. Like, all right. All right, John. Hold on to this rope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lower you down. Just just grab what you can. <laughs> John's just dangling down. The bear just looks up and it's like, it's, it's John on a rope. It's that, that, free food. That, that feel that sounds like a perfect symbiotic relationship with the bear. I think so too. Right, the bear doesn't have to move, and he gets free food. Exactly. What what a kind of life that would be. The quality of life. Remember, we're doing this to survive. And like, it's not like we're killing the bear. Okay, I feel like we've been going for a very like uh, 
meat-centric diet here on our survival guide. How about foraging? Have we considered foraging? Well, I was thinking the first that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like we might want to decide to forage a little bit first before we we go into bear hunter mode. Okay, so so we we got lost. We set up camp. Um, we have water because of John's filter, and we thought about bears, but then we realized that it's not quite as feasible as we initially thought. So foraging is the next option. How would we go about it? I look for I look for dandelions. Those are edible. Yeah, just dandelions. <laughs> Our full diet mm. consists of dandelions. Okay. There's a difference between edible and me wanting to eat it. Yeah, I. I think I think we should stay away from putting random leaves and fruits in our mouth. What if we catch a rabbit, right, or something? We have to we have to set up a trap, right? And the perimeter won't pick that up. It's too small. You know what we do? We catch the rabbit and we fatten it up so that it becomes a meal for four of us, right? Because one rabbit is probably a meal for one of us. Okay. Have you heard of Ortolan? Ortolan. Because that reminded me of that. I've never it's, heard of. Ortolan. It's illegal now in a lot of countries. Basically, they would get these birds called ortolan they would catch them and based on their kind of behavior they always feed at night so that's just their bio biological behavior though they only eat at night so what they actually did was they gouged out their eyes so oh they thought it was only nighttime so they ate a lot of food because until they were really fat and then because you know like in olden times they were super bougie with food to kill it they actually drowned it in liquor oh seasoned it and roasted it over a spit and ate it. And it was like oh four times the size. And it was oh like apparently God. a delicacy. Now illegal. They couldn't make cute little like <laughs> blindfolds. <laughs> they couldn't do that. I, yeah, I re Oh, God. Gouge out their eyes. I guess if you gouge out the eyes, though, at least like some of the juices from the liquor will, will get inside. Yeah, it's like a natural way of seasoning, you know? <laughs> yeah, natural way of seasoning. It's a natural way of marinating the bird. The lungs casually fill with alcohol. Uh, and we didn't tell it to drown. It just so happened to stumble into. We were just this giving it a bath of, of of red wine that we we put in front of it and forced it to walk forward into. Okay, so we found we found this bird. We gouged out its eyes and we started feeding it mushrooms, I guess. And we we for some yeah. reason had some wine with us, and we we don't have to drown it in wine we could like drown it in like salt water so a nice brine oh, maybe we, we, we <laughs> nice still have to drown it though yeah but like salt water would give it an nice, easy season. it would give it yeah exactly it would that's true there won't be table salt yeah. out there that would be that would be the best way to do it we can't just cut off his head the poor bird no no no, no it's tradition troy it's tradition we must survive yeah. like our ancestors over in europe are you we can't we can't lower ourselves to be barbarians we have to be embracing of our ancestors traditions that is what keeps us human that is what keeps us civilized right so we're deciding we're not we don't prioritize survival we prioritize keeping the culture alive and i think that is the number one way of survival the first thing that you have to remember in survival culture there you go. <laughs> so guys what did you guys learn about um survival in the wilderness i i learned that there are only three things you need to worry about when surviving and that's shelter fresh water and bears <laughs> 
You need bear tactics. Clearly, there's a reason bears survive so long in the wild, and it's because they're the best at what they do. And for us to become the best, we need to learn. We need to eat the heart of the bear. Yes. By gouging out the heart of the bear and eating from it, we gain its courage and strength. Well, I think it's safe to say, guys, we would not survive. Oh, no, definitely not. You've reached the end of yet another episode of Abstract Education with the Abstract E-Boys featuring Daniel Choi, Jonathan Chow, Tristan Kovacs, and me, Brian Chan. Theme song and incidental music by Tristan Kovacs. And if you haven't already, remember to subscribe to Abstract Education on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasting needs. Also, don't forget to leave a review and you might have your review featured on a future episode. Thank you for listening, and we hope you learned something new. Hasta la vista, baby. You've reached the end of another episode of Abstract. Oh, no, I lied. It's just, it's just cutting. It. It's just cutting in general. Um, Maybe the mic's the opposite way? What the fuck? Oh, well, you sound... Well, no. That sounds yeah, so much clearer. So yeah, oh, yeah, my God. You had it facing back. Pretty funny. <laughs>